I am a firm believer that leaders position themselves for a more authentic and balanced exchange of ideas and communication by fostering a pure and more meaningful connection with other people. And one of the ways we do that is through learning how to receive. We've been blessed and beyond honored to have so many absolutely incredible guests on the Inside Out Leadership Podcast in 2023. It's actually season three where the emphasis is on leaving a lasting legacy. I thought at the midway point here in 2023, it's appropriate for me to push the pause button to share something so deep in my heart that I can't wait any longer to share it with you. And it has to do with the aspect of leaders not only being givers, but learning how to be better and more effective receivers. Now, I'm not talking about takers, those looking to manipulate situations or circumstances for their greater gain or benefit. I'm talking about in the purest, most authentic aspect of that word, receiving. And I'm a firm believer that when leaders become much better receivers, they can give that much more powerfully out of that place. I'm going to take you and share with you a couple of things that I've learned about the aspect of receiving that I think are going to set you up for greater success. Hold tight and enjoy this episode. You can only give what you got. I'm sure as leaders and as human beings, we've found ourselves in certain situations circumstances and around specific individuals that were extremely anxious and stressed out and just being in their presence, you can't help but to get what they have. Now, on the flip, we've also been in circumstances and situations with specific people that are joyful, that they're just filled with gratitude and thankfulness and we can't help but get what they have. Now, I don't know if you heard of this uh, older saying, but it says, freely we have received to freely give. It's just what have we received? Are we receiving? Now, I'm not talking about takers in this podcast. You know, takers are out to take from people, you know, to manipulate, to a twist to enhance themselves for greater gain and accomplishment. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about those unhealthy takers. I'm talking about in the purest and most authentic sense, receiving. And I'm a firm believer that when receivers, namely leaders receiving, become much better and much more effective at receiving really good things about how people perceive them, what people think about them, what people think about the job that they're doing. When they take that in very deeply into their heart and in their soul, I believe that it can't help but inspire them to accomplish even greater things. Now, I know we've all been around certain people that um, people within our own circle of influence who demonstrate their generosity by asking insightful questions and even sharing helpful insight insights to help support other people. However, when it comes 
to that individual receiving a question for themselves or receiving a word of encouragement for themselves, they tend to deflect the attention away from them and redirect it back on the other person. Do you know anyone like that? Perhaps it's someone in your closer circle. Maybe even it's you. And I've oftentimes thought about that. Why have I deflected, gotten the attention off of me? You know, face value, it seems like I want to take the attention off of me and place it on a team member or the team collectively. Because it's not about me, it's about we and the team dynamic. And if we've accomplished anything good, it certainly doesn't have to do with me. It has to do with the team. Now, that sounds good. It sounds noble and admirable. It sounds like a humble leader. However, there could be something deeper going on at hand here. Could it be that me in this case or other leaders that could be challenged by this or even struggle with this, that they're doing it to deflect so that person that's trying to encourage them or ask them a personal question about themselves to better get to know or understand who they are, we shut that down because we don't want people to truly know who we really are because that taps into a very vulnerable place in who we are. Calling all leaders. This is Rob Holman, and I'm sure you would agree with me, whether it's personal experience or secondhand experience, there is a glaring well-being problem in our world and in our workplaces. Matter of fact, I came across a Deloitte survey recently that revealed that almost 70% of executives are considering leaving their jobs for workplaces that care more for their well-being. Part of the same study also said that 57% of employees outside of management roles want to quit for similar reasons. Okay, there is clearly a problem here. Lack of well-being in the workplace. And I love how Tiki David, a Psychology Today blog writer, defines well-being. It's the experience of health, happiness, and prosperity. It actually includes having good mental health, high life satisfaction, a sense of meaning or purpose, and the ability to manage stress. In Steps, my inside out leadership philosophy and principles, it's all about helping provide the tools, setting you up for greater success of embracing your unique identity, living and leading out of a place of purpose and passion to where you remain vibrant and sustainable for the long haul. So you as an end result can better serve people within your sphere of influence. I have a couple great resources for you to seriously consider. Take my free five-minute well-being assessment to get a finger on the pulse of how you're doing in this moment and in this time. To find out more information on that, please go to www.robholman.com forward slash checkup. In addition to that, check out my books. I have three of them. The first is Lead the Way, More to Deal with Personal Leadership. The second, All In, How You Can Build and Foster Trust from the Inside Out. And lastly, and most recent book, Move the Needle, which is how you can have greater organizational influence from the inside out. All three books can be found on Amazon. Hopefully, these resources greatly encourage and inspire you on your inside out leadership journey. So what's really happening here? I call it the path of least resistance. One of the, there's so many reasons why this occurs, but one of which I wanted to bring to your attention today is we all have our own thoughts and opinions and attitudes and 
et cetera, et cetera. And so I think when we shut down someone who's trying to encourage us or better getting to know who we are by the asking of specific questions and our natural tendency again is to deflect, we're not letting that individual into who we are and what we really think in the purest sense. I think one of the primary reasons is because um, we like maybe the road that we're on. We like our core set of beliefs. We like our opinions. We like our thoughts. And we want other people to validate them. And so if we're not careful, we can look up one day and find ourselves surrounded with, with what I call to be mini-me's. You know, individuals or groups of people who share similar interests and passions and educational backgrounds, life experiences, and even values. And these people typically, whether we're completely aware of it or it's a subconscious thing, they, um, you know, they tend to justify our opinions and our thought processes. And we just naturally or subconsciously gravitate towards these people that are kind of like us. So that's one of the primary reasons that I found where, why leaders deflect. They won't let people in. They won't receive a specific question and answer it very honestly in the core of who they are, or they won't allow that word of encouragement to really sink in and receive it for themselves before they go down the road of bringing the team members and the team collectively into that encouraging word. But I am a firm believer that leaders position themselves for a more authentic and balanced exchange of ideas and communication by fostering a pure and more meaningful connection with other people. And one of the ways we do that is through learning how to receive. So I wanted to, as I like to say, land the plane today in this conversation about receiving is get really practical and have a state of reflection. So if we naturally gravitate towards people that validate our own opinions and thoughts and beliefs and start hanging out with people and start gravitating towards people with those like hearts and like minds, whether we gravitate towards them or we allow them to gravitate towards us and then we just end up having a party um, that we don't let anyone else in, I want to challenge you today. I want to encourage you today to receive at least this. I want you to read a book in the next 30 days that is not your typical reading material. You know, you certainly you probably have certain books you read to align with you, to pique your interest that, you know, lie within a certain aspect of your interest areas, etc. But this reading material in the next 30 days is going to be different. It's going to introduce you to new ideas and experiences that are not on your radar. Find something from an author who, whom you might actually even disagree with, with their philosophy, their perspective. Go into the reading with a friendly heart and a curious mind to see what you can learn from them. And what you'll do is you'll start training your mind and your heart to learn from others and receive from others that are different than you. And not going to say this is going to solve everything. You might find times and moments when you're reading through the pages, man, I couldn't disagree more, or I don't like this at all, or this is not align an alignment with my values or beliefs. But I 
want you to trust me here for a moment. I believe that there's something deeper going on here, something more than meets the eye. That you're beginning the process of disciplining yourself to receive from anyone at any time, regardless of who they are, the background that they have, the life experiences they share, or the belief structures they have. And what would life begin to look like? What would leadership begin to look like if we could begin to posture ourselves to receive in that manner? Become more of a student, regardless of our title or position, regardless of who we find ourselves around or who finds themselves around us. As opposed to giving, 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 receiving based on what you can learn. And in and through that, you can give out of a much more full cup with a wider, more broader-based perspective on life, on people, and on culture and this world. I'm looking forward to hearing from you on how this reflection exercise went, but put into action, do it, get that book, and I want to hear from you on how it went. Hopefully you enjoyed this time. Have a great day. 